What's up, guys? Brett Apley here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. It's our final slate of the year for UFC Vegas 66. We have Jared Cannonier versus Sean Strickland in the main event. Just wanted to say thank you again for the support this whole year. Thanks to Pat and his team for having us on the channel. Make sure you subscribe to them and like this video as well. As usual, I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and my favorite matchup of the week from a fantasy perspective. And without further ado, let's get into it. My cash game play of the week is going to be Amir Albazi at 9.6K. All right, I like Amir Albazi in cash games this week at 9.6K, mostly just for theoretical safety. He's minus 426 in, uh, to win over newcomer Alessandro Costa. That is the best line on this slate, and he's scored very well on DraftKings in a small sample, 107, 79, and 112 in his three UFC fights. And Albazi is, you know, a decent grappler with submission upside, strikes at a relatively high pace too, just an aggressive fighter, so we can expect a decent pace here. I am a little bit nervous that he's being overvalued on the betting line. Like, I think Costa is potentially a decent prospect, or at least someone who can neutralize Albazi, Costa is like a black belt in jiu-jitsu, decent wrestler, um, showed some power on the contender series as well in his hand. So I'm not convinced that Albazi just runs through Costa. So in tournaments, considering Albazi is going to be very, very popular, I may look to differentiate a little bit. But from a cash game perspective, Albazi's minus 160 to win inside the distance, that is the best line on the slate by far. And considering his aggressive grappling style as well and as the best money line on this slate, he's a little bit hard to ignore in cash games. Otherwise, in this top range, I mean, you're looking at fighters like Cop and Matthews, Alexichik, for example, maybe not Matthews, but guys who are probably not going to score that well unless they win by knockout. So it's not like there's a ton of pivots that makes sense from a cash game perspective. And even if Albazi, you know, doesn't dominate, he still probably goes the 15-minute distance, still might have wrestling success. But I like him more from a just safety standpoint, given that elite inside the distance line, the strong money line, his style, ability to land takedowns, etc. So I like paying up for Albazi in cash games this week. All right, moving on to my tournament play of the week. It's going to be Hafa Garcia at 8.4K against Mahashate. And apologize if I'm not saying that, pronouncing that correctly. But um, Garcia is minus 135 over Mahashate, who only has one fight in the UFC and one by knockout in like a minute. And you kind of got to wonder sometimes when a fighter has that much success that quickly, one fight, one quick win, whether that's impacting the betting line going forward, whereas if he were to have lost that fight... Who knows what this betting line would be. And the reason why I like this matchup in tournaments and Garcia in tournaments as well is because there's just a lot of unknowns with Mahashate. I mean, even coming into the UFC, there was a lot of unknowns, especially with his grappling. We really haven't seen him grapple much. And Garcia has looked pretty decent as a wrestler in the UFC. He's averaging 3.87 takedowns per 15 minutes. He took Grootsmacher down five times, Levy seven times, Ronson three times, and close three times. And that's pretty decent and pretty consistent against adequate competition. So if Garcia wins, I feel like it's his path to victory is on the ground. I think he's going to land takedowns, earn control, advanced position, etc. And he might even have a chance at a rear naked choke. And the reason why this is a decent tournament play is because there's unknowns here, right? There's risk. Mahashate might be the better athlete. He's a decent young kid. 
He might be skilled on the ground, and he might just be able to keep the fight standing, land the bigger shots, etc., and win. But, I mean, if his grappling game is weak, which it very well could be because we just don't have evidence one way or the other, I think Garcia can land a high number of takedowns, earn a lot of control, and potentially even win inside the distance. His inside distance line is plus 400, which is going to honestly detract people from playing him. So I'm hoping Garcia doesn't even end up too highly owned at 8.4K. Even in a decision, though, we've already seen him score 93 points. He scored 69 points in the decision loss to Gritzmacher. And I I do think he has some finishing upside as well. But um, I think Garcia has a relatively high floor in a win based on his style and a pretty high ceiling because of the extra unknowns as well. So good tournament matchup to target. And I especially like Garcia at 8.4K with the wrestling upside. All right, next up, my salary play of the week. I'm going to go with Bobby Green at 7.6K. Mostly because I think he has a very realistic chance to win against Drew Dober. Dober's a favorite at minus 150, green plus 130. So plus 130 at 7.6K is a decent money line value. I even see him up to plus 125 in some spots. And the issue with green is that he's plus 650 to win inside the distance. Can't really bet on a finish here. And so if you want to move away from him for other finishers like Mahashate, Cannoneer, etc., I totally understand that. But He saves you a decent amount of salary, and what I like about Green is that he just produces offense at a a very high rate. Green's averaging uh, 5.88 significant strikes landed per minute, 3.65 absorbed per minute, 62% defense. That's really good. 1.34 takedowns landed per 15 minutes as well against an opponent in Dober who is absorbing strikes at a much higher rate, 51% defense, also defending takedowns at 54%. Dober's given up takedowns to each of his last five opponents. So projecting Green for a couple takedowns in a win, I think is pre- pretty realistic. And Green, like in his last decision win, landed 188 significant strikes. Decision win, decision loss before that, 143 significant strikes. So he can kind of rack them up. I like his ability to, pr- to produce offense. I like the fact that he has some wrestling equity. And I think he has, just has a realistic chance to win this fight. Maybe he'll lose, but plus 125, plus 130 is a good line. He should be live to win on the feet with additional path to victory on the ground. 7.6K, I think he can score in the 80s, even in a decision win, perhaps more than that if he reaches a ceiling and that should exceed value at the price and make him competitive with the optimal lineup. So I like green from a win perspective, especially, and he'll be my salary play of the week at 7.6K. All right, finally, my tournament matchup of the week. I'm going to go with Renat Fakrandinov taking on Brian Battle. Fakrandinov is the favorite at minus 145, Battle plus 125. And I kind of view this as a striker versus grappler matchup in a lot of ways, mostly because Fakrandinov... Um, although he has shown boxing skill at times, I, I would favor battle on the feet over the course of 15 minutes. Battle's like a decent prospect, pretty tall, pretty long, is going to have a, a size advantage over Fakrandinov, and is averaging 7.1 significant strikes landed per minute. So even if Fakrandinov can have success on the feet, I don't think he's going to easily beat battle, and he could definitely lose that fight. Battle, I would think, even might have knockout potential over the course of 15 minutes, especially if Fakrandinov slows down. However, Fakrandinov, a much more aggressive wrestler, took down Mikolaitis five times in 10 attempts in his UFC debut, earned 13 minutes of control, and I kind of view that as his path to victory against Battle as well. Uh, 8.3K, just coming off a 109-point score in a decision. 
in a matchup where I think he's going to go back to the well, attempt a bunch of takedowns against an opponent in battle who gave up two takedowns to Gilbert Urbina, two takedowns to Treshawn Gore. And so I just don't think he's going to be able to defend too well against Fokardinov, who's probably my preferred play of the two. I'm not really betting on a finish one way or the other, but Fokardinov plus 240 inside of the distance is not too bad. Love the path to victory for him, the ability to land takedowns, and the price at 8.3k. I think he can definitely contend with the optimal lineup in a win. And Battle will probably just carry some leverage there against Fokardinov. And should he win, maybe it comes by knockout. You know, he's plus 400 inside the distance, which is not that strong, but um, has shown a lot of volume upside as well, better cardio than Fokardinov. So uh, it's a matchup where I, no matter who the winner is, I would expect a decent score. Battle less so just because of the lack of wrestling equity, but um, probably going to be much lower owned as well. So one of one of my more one of my favorite matchups on the slate, especially in the mid range, I would say. So that's going to do it, guys, this week for the UFC Quick Picks. Thank you again for the support. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, Brad Apley, double T double P, DailyFanMMA.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns needs. And last slate of the of the year. Appreciate the uh, support as always. Best of luck in your contests and have a great holiday. Hopefully we'll see you again in the new year. Bye, everybody.